Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, we have now into squared circle 101, you got your man, the Titanian stallion, Mr. Pinky Ring shining, now with me, this is the only reason why a woman never complains when her seat's wet, my man Shooter, how you doing? <laughs> that was off the fly too, baby. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack on Twitter at Talking Smack 101, baby. The champ is here. Yeah, yeah. They do the same thing. They fanning themselves as well. That's what happens, baby. Yo. Action cats. Oh, Can't hey. wait to get this started. Oh, I love it. How you feeling? You I feel good, man? Hey, yo, I feel good, man. Like, uh, this, this <laughs> day, first of all, to, to the audience, to the... The listeners, one, we appreciate you guys as we do week after week after week. We're coming to you a little bit early, so I'm going to give you a little disclaimer. If we do miss any news that happens in the next day or so that we didn't catch up on, because usually we record we record on our Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Right after we get done recording, that's when extra boxing news drops right after we already placed it. Yeah. And then, um, so we're a few days actually, we're a day or two actually earlier than that. So if we miss out on some information... You know we're still the best out there, yes, but just sir. know that we, we there's an actual reason, man. Your boy shit is flying out. So, but I've been waiting for this day. Like it was really, really hard not to call and talk to you about. And you know what makes it worse? No text messages. Since no. since, since we since but, we don't work together yeah. anymore, like if we worked together, we would have ruined the show. Like Probably. there is no there is no possible Probably, way that I could not that, talk about this. There would have been we've saw each other at least two or three times. And had day, hours yeah. hanging out, you, you, basically. Like there, this this fight weekend was gorgeous. You had everything. You had not necessarily upsets, but you had great matches. You had slight robberies. You had close fights. You got new crown kings. We got we, we had everything that was boxing. Was we had a KTFO. We this was a beautiful, yep. gorgeous weekend. And you know what though? You know what actually made this weekend really good for it. I was actually able to watch a lot of majority of these boxes match with Firstborn. Yeah. So me and him would just sat awesome. yeah, That's me like, and him uh, actually sat on the couch and was just sitting there just going through this. And I love how this really is a guy good. who's who's who lived in Vegas for a long period of time. So he's yeah. very aware of boxing, obviously. Yeah. But he's probably one of the first ones he's he's in that first group that we've turned into a fan. Yeah. Turned yeah. into a fan. Yeah. And, so. and he listened to every episode. Yeah, of course. Can't deny yeah, that. yeah, he he has <laughs> he's probably our most loyal listener, man. All right. So now let's, get right, into, let's get to let's it. Let's get man. into let's RCF get real quick. RCF CrossFit. I am RCF.com. Tell them Sonny and Shooter sent you and get the three-week trial. If you're in Western Washington and you want to be the best to test yourself and do better than yesterday, make sure you check them out. Five years running. King 5 Evening, evening Magazine. Just, just tell them Sonny and Shooter sent you. And, and we got you. Three weeks to try it out. And if y'all keep coming in, we might be able to increase this. I mean, it might benefit some of your friends and family members later that you refer, but still. Still, it's just gonna get better. It's just gonna get better. RCF games coming up. Check it out. Sold out. I heard. Is that right? Yeah, uh, the RCF games for the summer. Yeah, they're sold out. Uh, sold we're out. actually getting we're actually getting ready for the open that starts this Thursday, Ooh. man. So that's pretty that's pretty huge, Ooh. man. So like we're we're in the process of training and getting our stuff together, man. Not gonna lie to you, man. <sighs> a little nerve wracking, man. It's my first one, so really, but yeah, man. I mean, not really, but yes, because this isn't because this, this isn't this, this isn't just the gym. Well, this is everybody in the U.S. You're also out of. This is the new for you. Yeah. This isn't basketball. No. This is boxing. Yeah. This is a new competition. It is. We know how good you are amongst your peers. Yeah. But now we got to test yourself. Exactly. You got to do better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Be better with the best five years running King Five and Evening Magazine. Check them out. Tell them Shooter sent you. Only place you get a workout on the show. And hey, ladies, if you can find a way to get in RCF games, it might just be a show for you. Who knows? Check it out. <laughs> and then you can admire the workouts later. Now that we're feeling good, how are we sitting, baby? How are we going to win? So this isn't a more of a quote as far as something I saw that came across me that it, it kind of made me think a little bit more. What is your single biggest goal this week? We, I mean, we do our show. We we watch our matches, but do we really have a plan, or are we just kind of flying by the seat? Hmm, it's a good question. It's a good statement. It's a good question to ask. Um, 
for me, personally, my answer this week would be uh, deciding which house I want to buy. Because I've been doing that all week, yeah. looking around. Looked at a nice, really big one uh, mm-hmm. in um, Spanaway, kind of by uh, yeah. where First Burns, we, we recorded out there. And then also, uh, I've looked at places in the hood yeah. as well. Because uh, you save about $100,000. Now, see, me, I don't, I'm not a planner. So I don't really have a goal. I just mm-hmm. kind of take things as it is. And that's probably the reason it's why. It's a little rapey to say, but whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I, And that's probably the reason why I've probably been stagnant in a lot of places, just because I kind of let things, let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. And then so I think I need to do a little bit better with planning mm. and then actually setting some self. That way I get more things accomplished. Mm. Gotcha. I can see his calendar now. No. 10 a.m., sex, 10.30, <laughs> masturbate. Ten forty-five. Yeah, ten forty-five. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. no, but uh, just for anybody listening, put that in your mind and trying to see Think where you're it. at in your own in your own agenda mm-hmm. in your own life. What is your single biggest goal this week? And then start start taking down these plans. Start writing it out. No, and it's, start it's turning good to, it into a rela- reality. And it's good to start small sometimes, especially yeah. if it's if, if goal setting is not been one of your biggest life skills or best life skills you could uh maybe start a little bit now and and the best thing about me is that i won't judge you on what that goal is unless you're committing a horrendous crime so if your goal is mac down five girls that's good with me if you get them to work for you i'm not even mad at that not that horrendous they might be having fun at that job who knows but check it out i love the quote that's how i went in one more time what is your single biggest goal this week? So make sure you think about that, Whoever, everybody under the sound of my voice. Sit there and start putting your plans into action. Hey, yo, Chin Don, man. That's right, Chin Don. Now that you're mesmerized by his deep voice here during the lunch hour, my man Shooter here is ready to talk about some sweet science. Stacked fight weekend. I thought we were going to do that there with number four. Oh, it's, we can. It don't matter. I figured we'd talk about it. Okay. Sounds good. I, it gives you more insight on it, but let's talk about this ESPN card. First, before we get into this first fight. Yes. How many FOTY candidates do you have just this weekend? Just this... Uh, only had... a single number? only had one. Really? I only had one. I le- literally... I left the list out mm-hmm. of all the fights that we watched this year already. I left the list out, list out there, so... I, I mean, so though, far we agreed on the Medis, uh, Maritas Prescott and, uh, I'm sorry. The Breedis Bre- Pres- yeah. Prescott. No, uh, Marius Breedis and, and uh, then, Alexander Usyk. Yeah. We uh, we agreed on that one so far as, as probably in the running candidate. No, I'm and sorry, then, not that one, but the, what's uh, the... You want me to go grab the list Ar- right Archer quick? Better Beef and Uranus Dorticos. That's what we talked about. Not Arthur Betterbeef. No. 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 It was Dortico, It was Uneris Dorticos. Marat Gassif. And Marat Gassif. Is that racist that I got? I got all three of these guys confused? And they're all like Ukrainian? You are racist. Well, that, I'm very open about that. But yeah. was that a racist remark? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, still anyway, in the same lane. It's good. But are we putting it down where this Paulus Moses and Ray Beltran is a fighter of the year candidate? I think it is. I really think it is, too. You... First of all, we already gave you guys the backstory of Ray Beltran, and now he's basically fighting for his U.S. citizenship. If you're not so inspired story- by this, you might be an evil person. He had a calm. calm. He was calm. He has a granite chin. You know what? Then you spar Pacquiao. <coughs> and has already lost to Terrence Crawford. So, what made what t- what I took away from this fight made me more upset than anything was the commentators. Yeah. Enough, enough credit was not given to Paulus Moses. Not he made this a not fight. Enough. He made this, this a, was great a great fight. This was a great, exciting fight. Like, after the after the second round, but, like, going third round all the way on, Ooh. Paulus Moses started off really jittery. He needed to relax, but then he got more comfortable, and Paulus Moses made a fight out of this. And, like, and then when we got... When it came down to the score, Ray Beltran, he get, did get the victory. We did mm-hmm. want... He's a WBO champion right now, and that's what exactly we wanted for just the story's sake, man. You don't yeah. want this man to give his heart out and then no. he ended up getting deported. And Did I send you stuff. that picture on Instagram of him sleeping with his belt Oh, his wife took? We talked about it. We yeah. talked about it. That's beautiful. That was why, such a hey, beautiful thing. Hey, wife had to move over. Oh, wife, yeah. <laughs> wife was like, hey, yo, baby, I need this right here. Now, she probably was mad. She's like, what do you mean I can't get into bed? And then looked over and was like, oh. Oh, I understand. All that hard work his, paid his, off. His baby. And, and, that's, and that's what they do it for, too. It's just like... A lot of these guys, when they're in the ring and they're fighting, it's you don't know the story behind it. A lot yeah. of times, you don't know the story behind it. So, like when it comes to something like this, somebody who is fighting for 
their citizenship mm-hmm. and all that, it just makes the story a little bit more better. It's easily tell- considering that he has had probably many of options to find a more illegal route yeah. that we're more accustomed and familiar with even experiencing. Yeah. Like I had a coworker, uh, we had a coworker um, who just got a house recently. Um, the person who sold him that one, a friend of ours, Miss, my man Danny, yeah. um, was telling me about how oh uh, they had trouble closing because they found out then that her husband was illegal. Yeah. My reaction was like, how how did you not know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but that's how familiar we are with it. And then we got Ray Beltran who had that option, but instead they took a little bit of a higher road. They're going the proper ways of doing it, and it, and it, it because he's a public figure. You know, this is something that all it takes is a bad press to go into the, to make a left turn, and all of a sudden you're in bad information. But I love the story. It's got to be inspiring for everybody. And to me, this win and seeing him, the way he holds his belt, this kind of puts him in another category where we know his skill level. And even when he's overmatched, there's going to be something there behind it. He's a warrior. That can get him that He's a win. warrior. And what I found out watching all these fights this weekend, mm-hmm. we had a lot of common denominators. Man, this guy, this guy Ray Beltran, is a warrior. Yeah. Now, Paulus Moses, we had a couple of questions about him going into because he was 43 with 25 knockouts, and we were like, who did he fight? Yep. Not an impressive resume, but fighting for the WBO title. Yeah. He sure made his mark. He earned that and spot. He earned that. 117 to 111, two of the judges had it. That's terrible. I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. I could... Maybe understand the one sixteen to one twelve, mm-hmm. but this fight was a lot closer than what the commentators. I, I, and what I the had about two, had rounds. <laughs> two rounds. Two rounds. Made, yeah, two so. rounds. So and that that's and and that's fair. That's one fourteen one twelve. I thought Beltran did pull it away. Yeah, but Paul's and then with Moses, the star man. and then with the star power, the story yeah. behind it, like it's we be lied if we don't say a little bit of emotion or we'll the story will lead you towards it like this. It, this ain't this ain't like the jury where you can't see have no outside influence you can't watch the news Which you can't is do BS. like that it's impossible for a human yeah, yeah exactly so you're you're going to be swayed one way or another so uh, t- hats off to Paulus Moses for putting up a great fight my bad my bad yep. I don't believe in iPhones <laughs> me neither you're not real so uh, shout out to Paulus Moses for giving us a great fight and then and a Ray Beltran, congratulations on Paul Smoses, making, making You will get more happen. work. Your yeah. performance today will get you paid, son. So you might want to consider this path that Ray Beltran has chosen because I'm going to go out on a limb and say out here might be a little bit better than what you're living and accustomed to, unless you're living like a king, which is a big possibility. But we know it ain't Wakanda. That's how it's going to go down. Now let's talk about Did my man. Yet? Huh? Did you see Black Panther yet? No. No, I didn't. So you I almost don't want to see it because of the way that I couldn't see it. Oh. <laughs> Can't help you out there, bro. Yeah, as soon as I see Donovan, I'm going to make him put up his hands. <laughs> yeah, let me see what you got. Let me see what you learned. He's actually a body puncher, too. So better, well, he's short, so. No, not <laughs> 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 That's a, he's not, not a body, he's body puncher by trade, not choice. <laughs> so let's talk about some sweet hands. Caleb Plant. Now, there's a Caleb Plant quote I want to say. You know the famous Tyson one? You Which know, one? everybody's got a, got a plan, plan they get hit. punch in the mouth. His is, everybody's got a plan until they miss 40 punches. Yeah. And that was Caleb Plant's approach to this one. He fought a rough and tough Rogelio Porky Medina, who we've mm. seen famously get two reasons. knocked out. Got knocked out, but he also is the one who knocked out Jay Leon Love. So he's got a good resume, solid fighter, and he came to brawl. And he cut off that ring really good against Caleb Plant. But Going into this fight, the only thing that, uh, of course, we were both go- we're fans of Caleb Plant. I was thinking... It's kind of hard to gauge a person who has, I'm not going to say even talent, but who's, who can box and who can fight. When you're coming off a loss, how do they respond? Yeah. So it, they, it goes one or two mm-hmm. ways. And that's the only kind of thing that I was thinking about Caleb Plant may have had a problem with. Caleb Plant was just a better boxer. Better, way, way better, slicker, be, just sharp game great plan. Movement. It was I what, love it the wasn't relationship even a match. His, tr- his trainer have. Yeah. You could tell that. It's one of those things I think, because they're the exact, they're like the exact same age. They came up together, grown up, and to be able for any man like your own peer to step aside and be the one to, for the information, yeah. your your, uh, your strategist, your planner, your yeah. game planner, um, to be able to sit and talk and to show his focus when he talked, he listened, and he followed his instructions and good instructions. I'm, I'm hoping that this is this could be. You know, there's something good in the making, and um, experiences maybe take over against them as far as um, just in, as a camp. Because sometimes if you get against that that fighter, 
who's smart, more experienced, who mm-hmm. has the same talent, yeah. with the trainer who has seen way more and way more experience could be your Achilles heel one day. So, uh, when looking at this fight, Caleb Plant, he can box with anybody. Yeah. He can just flat out just box with anybody. Yeah. He's the same. He needs to fight a dog. Yeah. And and just somebody who's relentless. Like This was uh, the Portland dog Medina they were looking was, for, but, but a little he didn't slow. Have, he just a little slow. He didn't, shop he didn't have it. So, nah, it, he needs... Let me see. Hold on. Let me just pull, let me now, just pull it up. Let me see. Go ahead. The best thing I liked about Caleb Plant on here, his demeanor. Near the 11th of the 12th round, you see the mouse forming on his cheek. Yeah. Punches are... The punches that land, land is solid. Yeah. But his demeanor was never rattled. Kept the same cocky confidence, you know. Uh, I, I love how he has that like kind of sarcastic confidence, and that's one of the things that kind of draws me to him is his personality because I love that he's not overly spoken cocky like like a, like, a, like a boner or anybody else like that to where yeah. you can't stand. But him. he has that demeanor though that's a little cocky. Exactly. Like you can tell you can he's like tell. he's like I know I know I'm good. Yeah, I know I'm exactly. filthy at this sport, yeah, so, and so and, so I, and we like that too. That I like little, that. That, that, little subtleness, quiet. that little subtle, just hey man, I walk around like my doodoo don't stink. I watched I'm him pop a dude with the right hand, and he looked at his right hand, was like ooh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I, I like the, I love the demeanor this guy has though, but he's gonna have to get in there and fight with somebody like an Andre he's Durant at or something like that. One sixty eight, right? One sixty eight. So this is turning into a stack division. And I'm looking right now at, the, at just at the top names: Andre Durrell, uh, who we got Benavidez, George Groves, Zerto, yeah. and he can box with all of them. Yeah, he can hang with all of them and has the skill set to beat every single one of them on that list. He can he can for sure? He but can. We, but we got to see what's going to in there too. Because we got to see what's going to happen. Because you also have Anthony Durrell in there, and the other dog, the actual dog. Yeah, which would be a great fight for him. Yeah, and that's that's probably the best matchup actually. If we want, if we want to make this guy a star. Or if we want to get him built up, that's a name to beat. Well, this is uh, this put him in the number two ranking, uh, the number two contender. So for the he's IBF, probably... which one? For what? I don't remember. Okay, that's I don't fine. remember. Just one of these world titles. One of these one of these world titles, but it's going to get thick up at the top, and then so we're really going to see who this guy is with seventeen fights in. That's a stacked division, 168. I'm looking at it. I'm thinking about the, the, the World Super Series tournament that just ended, and any names in those would be a good matchup. Um, but he has all the right tools and mass appeal that can work as far as becoming a big-time fighter. But we need a dog in there to see how he's going to handle under pressure yeah. when you can't be that slick to everybody. Especially when you need somebody who's just as good as you mm-hmm. to see, really see who you are because you've already been overmatched. You've overmatched almost everybody that you fought. Oh, definitely. Now, moving forward, let's talk about another great fight. Mm-hmm. It was a really great fight. Yep. Um, and showed us a lot more, kind of what we wanted to see out of the two fighters on display. Yeah. And that was Devin Alexander versus Victor Ortiz. And then so I kind of went away from my game plan. I just wanted to be a little bit different. Usually what I told you is like I'm picking, I'm going to pick the boxer over the brawler anyway. Well, you weren't wrong whenever. on this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I did pick. I did pick Victor Ortiz, but who showed up. He started to show up, yeah. but I thought Devin Alexander actually outboxed him. Oh, he still sure. has. He was crazy. He was sharp. He he. I thought in the beginning, the first half of the fight, he aged Ortiz. Like it's like Ortiz hanging up. Yeah. I, I really. I really. He saw definitely that. slowed him down, um, and took him out of his game plan to where he started stalking. Well, but, I don't even know if they took him out of his game plan because the way Ortiz came out, he was trying to box. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro. That that's not your game plan. Yeah. Not with this kind of guy. Not you're not against, gonna. You're not, not gonna outbox. You're not gonna outbox Devin Alexander. And I thought it was just he just never looked comfortable to me. And just skipping to just skipping to the end, you can always tell by the fighter. You can always tell who wins the fight just by how they react mm-hmm. to anything. Devin Alexander. This ended in the majority draw. By, by the time they rang the bell after twelve rounds, the look on Ortiz's face was, "You got me." You got me. Devin Alexander was upset that it became a majority draw. Yeah. And Victor Ortiz was happy to get out of there. With the draw. With the draw. Because so he knows he's got he another payday he's coming like, up. He knows he's got another payday. And it was just like, hey, I didn't win, but I didn't lose. So he, you're going to take one of those as that That was just as good as a victory for Victor Ortiz as he's going to get yeah, against that, Devin Alexander. This was, Devin Alexander looked really good against Victor Ortiz. I yeah, thought. he did. Um, and, and I like seeing this version of Devin Alexander versus the one that we... Didn't get to see because of his addiction issues, and 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 good thing for him is that his addiction issues never really got deep. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his is uh to me when I hear addiction to pills, that's borderline addiction. You got a little money, you can afford it, and uh, you probably got caught cheating on your lady or something, right? That's addiction. That that's that level. When 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 you suck for coke. That's an addiction. Jesus. That's all I'm going to say. That's a real addiction. But Devin Alexander looks really good in there. He schooled Ortiz, especially in the later rounds. Ortiz, to me, he definitely looks shot as far as um, from what we've seen in the past. Okay, I'm going to take that back. He's not shot, but he's definitely shot-worn and aged in the ring. I'm going to agree with you on that one for sure. But this is because I can see the future. You know he, the next match that's going to happen up probably this year. Is gonna be the winner and loser of this fight. Is gonna fight the winner and loser of the Showtime main event. Victor Ortiz was—he looked kind of like a shell of himself when oh. out there. He didn't—he just didn't look as good mm-hmm. as we've seen him in the past. And I think he's on. Can't get the movie uh, roles. Can't get the movie roles no more. But I, makes, I, don't, I don't even know. They only make boxing movies after so many years. But, but and that you're never the main star. He up might too. be in Creed too. We gotta have Adonis beat up somebody. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. Man, we'll we'll see we'll see what it is. Uh, this fight low key reminded me of the Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton fight. The when second I, one, when I, the first one. Okay. The first one, just for the simple fact that I was looking at Victor Ortiz like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Kind of like how I was looking at Leo Santa Cruz. You didn't fight the fight that you could have. That done you should have fought, especially if he would have fought the second half of the fight. Just stopping right he, away. If he would have fought the first half of the fight the way he fought the second half. You're, You're talking about a way better fight for him in the beginning. Yeah, not saying he would have won. Not better saying chance. he would have won. But Devon Alexander should have came out with that victory. So, great fight. Great fight overall. But majority and, draws just like kissing your sister. Now, could that have been the most probably non-exciting fight as far as every, all the fights in this list that we're going through? That honestly, was probably the weakest one? No, honestly. No? Not no. to me. Okay. Well, as soon as you feel like the weakest one is, you let me know. Okay. The next one to me... Is a candidate for FOTY. Okay. And I watched it live though. Also, George yeah. Groves versus Eubank Jr. Yeah. Now. I thought this was the weakest fight. Well, every, <laughs> it's okay. Um, every now and then, son, you have to learn a lesson, <laughs> especially but when you choose who you think's gonna win. So now, I, I thought Chris Eubank Jr. His game plan and his training lost him this fight. Yeah. Well, mainly game plan. Yeah. George Groves, man, that guy's good. He talk about this is a guy I think is who's to me he's like Ray Beltran. He's not going to be the most skilled fighter mm-hmm. who can box. Yeah. But there's a little of that there's a little bit of something about him cuz what he's gone through to get that belt, he's going to do everything he can and not let it go. You're going to hear this more than a few times. Ring generalship plays yeah. a li- big part of a that. Lot. And I like what you said in the beginning about how his corner mm-hmm. lost him the fight. It didn't look like Chris Eubank Jr. had a plan B. From what I've heard, from, just from commentaries, that he apparently, he, I, I, we'll look this up a little bit more if it's more if it's worth it, but apparently he took lead in the training, and it was his game plan, and he was his own trainer, I guess, which is a horrible idea. It's only, it's only worked for one person until they faced Bernard Hopkins, that was Bibut Shubinov, who was his own trainer. His only corner was basically a cut man, and that's it. No corner. He faced Bernard Hopkins, had nothing to do, had no clue what to do, and you being junior for a guy, he was stuck on his last knockout. He was he was sold on his last knockout and thinks, oh, I can knock everybody out. Yeah. Slow down, homie. Slow down. Slow down. Just George Groves, I think what really won him this fight is he's a grinder and he's a worker. It's like just like you said, he he's not overly talented and he's not gonna beat you as far as just like pure skill. Mm-hmm. But this guy is gonna stay inside his game plan. And what's funny is Chris Eubank Jr. is a boxer. We saw this. We saw the speed. Fast hands. We saw. How can a guy with fast hands like that have some whiffers? Just, just, just air balls. Like rumble and tumbling, ain't you, bruh? Yeah. Stick to boxing is what it is, man. You st- try to stay in the pocket. You try to sit there and wore it out with him. It wasn't. It's not what you do. It's not what you do. You gotta stick to your regiment. Just like you said, his game plan wasn't work. And if he took lead in his training camp, that's a horrible. Why idea. would you go against what got you there? Exactly, exactly. Uh, like that doesn't and, make any and sense. I, from, from a lot of things I read, some of it has to do with trying to get out of his dad's shadow, and because like even when I spoke to uh, our our house historian about it, one of the things he told me was that he was really disappointed because he really liked his pops. So, the only way that you're gonna, if your dad is a great man, the only way that you're gonna get out of his shadow is don't step into his shoes in the first place. Hmm. 
But were you, are you talking to me or are you talking no, about not him? Talk, well, oh, we, all bad, know, we, all, we all know your dad's better than you. But <laughs> no. Michael Jordan's son, don't touch the basketball ever. Ever. Don't 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 do this. Don't don't do that. You you see you've seen it. Like the only what honestly, when you have a not even a great they don't even have to be great. If you have a really good parent, mm-hmm. how many times has the junior been better? Like honestly, are you talking you got, to me again? No, yeah, you can take it how you want it, man. Look, I mean, the you only got your, way not to live in my your... father's footsteps was to be gay. <laughs> just for the record. So look, no, you got Kobe Bryant. His dad, his dad played uh, professional ball. Floyd Mayweather. Okay, those are two so far. That's uh, I mean, as far as that that it's excelled and do, but but honestly, like, and this is coming off the top, like you know, yeah. No. Who really? Because even Larry Nance Jr., who's in the NBA now, your dad's still bigger and better than you, man. You still who it was just in his past week at his dunk contest. I'm trying to think on this one because, like, obviously about like Freddie Prince Jr. even, who's had a successful career, still can't get out of his dad's shadow, who had a career that Miley Cyrus. Years. Did Miley Cyrus get out of her dad's career? Career. I mean, Miley she Cyrus has to release a sex tape to get out of her dad's career. <laughs> period. Out of his shadow. Out of her shadow. Breaky heart. Still gets rotation. <laughs> okay? Let's understand that. Son. Oh, man. Hilarious. Hilarious. No. Um, Back to the topics. That's I love, I love, I love, I love to see a good match, period. Yes. Boxing, brawling, whatever. I love to see a good match. But you know what else I love, too? Chris Eubank Jr. did have heart. He did have heart. He, he, he did have He did have heart. He went out there and he tried to sit there brawl, but it, hey, bro, that's not you. Hey, when you got to win my knockout, he, he felt it. I love, I love when a game plan gets overmatched, mm. and then it's just like, you just you just toss out everything. You didn't have yeah. like I had nothing else. I have nothing. This is what I'm going to to try to win this fight, and it's I, it's it's I, like watching a. It's uh, a horrible uh, idea, but I love it because it's like because you do it, you do this is the only option. <sighs> it's good. It's good. It's good. But. Chris Eubank Jr. is still going to get work. It's only his second yeah. loss. He came in at 26 and 1. No, with 168 pounds. There's so many, so many good fights for him at that division right now, especially in the U.S. even versus even outside the U.S. because we got uh, the J- Jamie Cox. That's the guy who just lost in the World Box Super Series. 168. That's a good matchup right there. He even throw him in with a Caleb Plant even. But um, we're not going to talk about Billy Joe Sanders because Billy Joe already beat him. Uh, what was his reaction to that? So, got a couple things. Uh, well, first of all, did you see how Chris Eubank Jr. is already back in the gym? He was in the gym back the Savage. next day. Savage. I love it. I like that. So, I got a couple of... I That's got a couple good of, and bad, because now you can risk injury, because you need to let your body heal, period. That's just math. And then also... You don't want to take that heart and determination away from a fighter. Yeah. You can't do it, especially if the hurt business is your career choice. So, Billy Joe Saunders may be my favorite person outside, All time. Of, outside of boxing. I am a true fan like, ever since the comment he had after working. Okay. Working Lemieux. So, here's a couple of things from Billy Joe Saunders. Right after the fight, tweets, you should have done them 10 punches per second in that fight. Pair of wankers, you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that, that's one. British insults are some of the best. <laughs> these, these are just, just European insults are some of the best. And then, like, I, I, I wonder how they react to our insults. Now, it's, see, it's not, ours it's is not just all same. curse words. It's all yeah, curse words. It's, it's not the same. It's, it's all the same. Em- emphasis and curse words is American insults. And then also, Chris Eubank, Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, tweets, was one hell of a fight. I'll be back in the ring ASAP. Congratulations to Gro- Groves, Billy Joe Saunders. I need a man to clean my ball strap. <laughs> my ball strap. A job for you, pal. Damn it. <laughs> just rude. Just insult the injury. This man took a loss in the tournament. It's just like, hey. Hey, I like it. I love there, I, it. There's life for you after boxing, for sure. Hey, not in commentary. Not in commentary, man. He's going to be one of those Jim Romes that gets beat up. During the or just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. just somebody's gonna attack him like during call me, like that. call me this again, right? Call me Nancy again. All now, right. Nancy, <laughs> Nancy, now Chris Eubank Jr. and George Groves, great matchup. I thought it was a good fight, but George Groves hurt his shoulder. Now he's demanding that they just wait and let him heal 
before they schedule the end of it. He does not want to give up his belts. He well, he won't he's give not, up his belts, but he doesn't want to give up. He doesn't want to give up the chance of the Ali Trophy. He wants that, and that's what I love about it. Now, in the World Boxing Super Series, this happened today. Um, you guys, you guys have already know about it by the time you hear it. But Jurgen Brommer pulled ill, so he's so sick that he pulled out of the tournament, and he's being replaced by. I'm going to say it's Nikki. It's spelled N-I-E-K-Y Holzgen. Sounds like a beer. But I've never heard of this guy. don't know who he is. He might have been the guy next to the microphone when they announced that he's not going to be in this World Boxing Super Series. But he is the man replacing Jurgen Brommer to face Callum Smith in these semifinals. And the winner of that hopefully we'll be facing George Groves if he can get that proper extension. I will do everything. I will, if he needs tweets or whatever, hashtags, I got George Groves back on this. I want to see him get the Ollie Trophy as because I've watched his career for a very long time and i like to see him keep these opportunities to succeed and hold on to what he's worked so hard to get. But can we look up Nikki? Nikki? It's got to be Nikki. Nikki? Holzkin. Spell it for me. Hey, Holzkin. H O L Z K E N. Oh. N I E K Y. Holskin. Holskin. Is that not the name of a beer? Holskin. That's not the beer. That one that has like that little champagne top looking. I can Champagne top. What? What do you? What do you? What kind of fruity drinks are you drinking? Grosses. G. Grosses. That's what that one was. That's not even close. Holskin. There's a whole garden, which is really good beer. Mm. I don't want to hear about your plans of the future in your whole garden. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to be growing hoes? Holskin, 13 and 0, 10 knockouts. Oh. Um, Callum Smith. Let me see. I got. Uh, we know Callum uh, Smith, but. No, that's who he's scheduled to fight. World like Boxer Series. So, Thanks Victor Poly- Polyakov. But heard. nobody. Nobody nah, he has. Is. If I just heard of his name, if we've just heard of his name today, <laughs> I doubt we'll hear anybody on his resume. Ah, another boy band. Um, Nickname is well, Natural. Is that a vanilla ice hairdo? It is. I'm gonna tweet this man and ask him to do a couple little lines in his eyebrows, little shaves there, maybe. Ding 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 ding. To get him uh, maybe some ice ice. If he came out to ice ice, baby, I would be a big fan of him. Went to vanilla ice in the concert once. It's racist, I know, but Nikki Holskin. Hopefully, he can bring some entertainment. Can we? What's the scheduled date of that fight? I think it's not this weekend, but next Saturday, I believe. It is the 24th. So okay, let's it add that to the week- list. So it is the weekend, this weekend. And we will talk more about this fight later here in a second. So you want to talk about, let's talk about right now. We'll talk about later. Hold on. Next, moving on. Callum Smith's going to beat his tail. He's going to beat his tail. He's going to beat his tail. Like, what, what else is there to talk about? What do you really want to talk, let's talk about it now. What are we, what are we really, really going to talk about? Um, why is this man so crazy that he's going to take the fight? Who's well, crazier? Now, let me ask you, here we go. Let's talk about this now, actually. So this is going to be something that we're taking off the list for later on here. But the next fight in this World Box Super Series, which I've been a very, very big fan of. I've loved the entertainment they brought us, and I'm very disappointed that the, the American market did not show a little bit more interest or a little bit more faith. Because that George Groves-Chris Eubank Jr. fight, no. that should have been on a Showtime card. Yeah. That should have been one of the fights on the Showtime card. All super series, all the super series. If you have a super series, why Come not? On, man. How do you not? Andre Ward anymore? won the last thing like this, and what did he become? One of the greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not a religious man, but I do have faith yeah. in my man right there, and that's it. But with this one here, this is a matchup. I understand you want to stick to your commitments and guns. But anybody who bought a ticket to the last fight could wait another two weeks to let a better man prepared or let another guy get another shot. Now, at the same time, this guy is a young fighter who's probably lives in the gym if he's as hungry as his, his record shows. And this could be a very bad idea for a guy like Callum Smith who's been training for the last five weeks to face a Jurgen Brommer who is a guy... Pull up Jurgen Brommer's record real quick. Jürgen Brahma. Jürgen. I would be mad at any parent if they lived in America and named their son Jürgen. Like, that is setting, giving somebody a death sentence. So Jürgen Brahma was 49-3, 35 knockouts. 49-3, 35 knockouts. Had power in the beginning. Had to turn to the boxer with time and age. Now, that's who you've been ready to face. Callum Smith is not the biggest puncher who can brawl. 
We haven't seen him have to take a solid punch, but now he's fighting a guy who's got a, what, an 85% knockout ratio, maybe high 90s with the 13 wins, 10 knockouts. So this could be a horrible idea for Callum Smith, who doesn't really have a choice in the opponent. Callum Smith made a fan of me. I think he can get the job done. Inexperience I, is going to play its part in this fight, and I think Callum Smith is going to and we out, and so. we and we do know the fights that are sometimes most important are the fights you have to, that you should win. Yes. So hopefully this can be entertainment. It has entertainment written all over it. But now let's move on to a guy who's been shining. Unfortunately, his first shine came against one of my favorite fighters, mm-hmm. Mr. Bryant, Goodfellow Perella, still best dressed in boxing. But Gordanius Ugas versus the new Ray Robinson. Hold on, let me find this. Let me find this. I so. am very. Very impressed with Ugas. This is a very athletic chess match fight. Chest matched fight. C-H-E-S-T. Both of them, though. So, a lot of crazy exchanges. This wasn't the best Ugas that we've seen. Excitement. It was exci- It was exciting. He but threw at the same his boxing time, out of the window. He did, which was... Ray Robinson threw his boxing out of the window. And these guys both just... Ugh, it was Ray Robinson great. had a good timing with uh, he had great timing with mm-hmm. his counter punches. So he mix uh, it up more. Got the point taken away from the late punch in round four. I, but I I stood up and I was so heated. Now I watched this later, not live. Yeah. And when I was watching that, it is one of these things like one thing I love about boxing, I'll watch it on I love I, I've grown to love watching it on the tablet because I kinda I get to zone in and focus. My face is close to that tablet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about, you know, I'm zoned everything out. And then it's, it's kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden I get to startle everybody up. Because I'm like, what just happened? Because I was so disappointed in that. <sighs> I'm not mad at the ref because I understand that I understand, I understand it's, it's, it's a live making. But it didn't deserve a point. Usually, usually with the points, when a point gets taken away, the only time I'm truly. Now this is Robert Bird, who's still in the hot seat for his old lady's stuff last year. <laughs> I wonder if he's just like, hey, that's my old lady. That has nothing to do with me. I'm like, yeah, bro, it kind of does still. And he's like, I got a mistress. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, so the only time I really get upset when a point is taken away to where if you're looking at it, it's not one-sided. It's a really even, and at one point could make or break the fight. Yeah. So that's the thing that I, that bothers me. The way I looked at it, your Dennis Lugas did hold his, not even just hold his own. He dominated a lot of the fight. Like it was crazy, but he still just had the he, presence that he was going to yeah. win this fight. So I didn't even think that one point was going to match. Ended up being a TKO victory. So of course mm-hmm. that point was not going to carry over and like really have any hold any weight towards that. So yeah. no, that was the thing that I had. Same thing with Ray Robinson and Paul Esposas. You're going to get more work, brother. Yeah. You're going to get more work. You looked great out there. Good story. Great marketable name, obviously. And at the same time, you really lost anything in this loss because you put on a great show. Or your Danish Gugas, who's, who's, be, who's getting better and better to uh, me as yeah. far as over, just overall talent and skill, and that has that little extra... You know what I'm saying? That yeah. little extra to help get that star power. Chip on impossible. his shoulder, because it always Very seems like big people. Chip. Cause it always seems like he is the underdog, even when he's the favorite, and yeah. not not necessarily in this fight. But, but that might just, stay. But he just doesn't really have the backing or like the public behind him. I think yeah. we're. Well, there's always gonna be a thing. I don't know if you could ever see a, a Cuban star in America, no matter what. Unless unless you for Cuban fighters, you have to have. Very good, acceptable English. You know, for one, that's gonna be their first thing. You have to be able to talk to people, okay? You gotta be witty. Like, Lomachenko doesn't do many things in English, but he's got a wit to him. He has, and, and he's, a, fan, he's a fan friendly. Exactly. He's fan friendly. And until that personality can come out of Cuba, they can never possibly get that kind of power or just star power in, in, in America. But this guy is a name that I think. Any name you put him against, you can never count him out. No. At all. No. And I don't care. And I'm talking, and this is 147. All them top dogs at 147 who on paper should be able to handle him, I, I, it's at, a, at a 100%. Even at Errol Spence, 80 20, because that 20% is a dangerous 20%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really is. And that's why I like this guy. So, after this fight. <sighs> Got word that the new Ray Robinson was talking 
mad trash to Terrence Crawford what? about beating him in the amateurs and wanting to rematch as the pros. Oh, this fool's trying to get paid. No, well, this was before the fight. Oh, wait. This is before the fight. Is he still talking after the fight, though? No. Okay. Focus on your fight before you not make it to your next fight. As we saw, as we saw last week, but Terrence Crawford is not to be messed, not to be messed with, dude. You just, don't call out another fighter when you're in the middle of your own fight and you got to do, and you got to fight somebody, especially when when somebody. You know like what Terrence the worst Crawford. thing is right now is that if we made that a T-shirt, we probably get ostracized in today's times about that because it's overly aggressive, it's threatening. Don't make it to your fight, or else you focus on your fight, or don't make it. You know what I'm saying? And that's it's horrible because it's brilliant at the same time, and I love that effect. That's how we're doing it. So, yeah. so um, another thing too is, I, I was watching it. I caught a glimpse of the All Star Game. Terrence Crawford was in the All Star Game. Yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know. You know, so it was Bieber. Did you see him steal the ball from a little kid? Now that's just mean, that's and I think, horrible. and I, and I think, I love it. And that's what makes him so great. And right? I love that part about it. I was just like, hey, yo, man, nobody. I, I hey, missed that part. If, Who did he steal it from? Some kid. I don't even know. It was, it was, like, a, it was a kid out there. Playing. Like, they threw okay. the ball into the Terrence Crawford winner right behind him and took it from him. I was like, look, that's mean wow. in and outside the ring. Did they boo him? No, they didn't boo him because <laughs> yes. it was A, the kids out there on the court, A, you hey, play with the men. That's one thing I learned I love growing America, up. Though, because if we would have started booing Terrence Crawford, the fighter, this is a horrible place to live in Rage Kids. Period. Listen. That's why nobody's gonna be Terrence Crawford. Right, right. That that mean that <laughs> look. The whole look, crowd was look, scared. He's a savage. He's a savage. He's a savage, he's right? A savage, right? Like he'll block the kid's shot. Yeah. Okay, children out there, if you're in the Make a Wish Foundation, foundation, and Terrence Crawford is your wish, you might want to change your mind. Don't don't get in don't there. Do don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I got NBA hoops at home too, son. I got PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? Now let's talk about David Benavidez, the Bandito, versus Ron Gavril in fight. Take two. Right? Ron Gavriel, I've never seen that many, that many people throw that many body shots to somebody from round one to 12 and see it barely take an effect, if any, if no effect, because he got beat worse, way worse. This was a landslide to me. This was, this was a virtual shutout. Ron Gavriel, terrible game plan, ended up following a lot. He, was, he didn't have enough tools. He didn't now, have no, he did not have enough tools to get, to get this job done, and he was always second to the punch. Mm-hmm. David Benavides, he was sharp, he's strong, he's solid. He he has time on his side, and this dude is scary because mm-hmm. he's twenty one years old. If he really perfects his craft and becomes a better boxer, he's gonna reign for the next ten years. Zerto, Caleb Plant, any one sixty eight, you need to fight this man right away. Yeah, you need to while fight this man right away for, while he's 20 years old. Because when a, he's 24, 25, I don't know. We're, we're honestly, and I'm not trying to jump ahead or jump to conclusions, we're possibly looking at, like, the next Vladimir Klitschko. He's as far as Chavez Sr., who I, it, I don't it, think deserves as much credit, but that's what yeah, he'll be probably like, regarding Like, to. just the next 10 years just reigning at the top, man, because this kid is... Did you hear when they said it used to be 280 pounds? Yeah. I was like, WWF body? Oh, that's why. Makes sense. He just needs to be more polished. Like, this is. If he gets ripped abs, that's scary. Because when you come from that size to fight at 168, he probably walks around at a good 200 still. But if to fight at 168 and you had ripped abs, that's insane to me. That would be crazy. Because it's in, skin-wise, it's got to be impossible. But this kid is amazing. There's nothing special about this kid as far as... He's not fast. No, he's not fast super hands. strong. No. Anything like that. He's just a hard worker. Kind of reminds me of like a not as far as the style, but just his a bigger the, Leo Santa Cruz almost. I'll say Andre Ward. Mm, Andre Ward his, his his boxing IQ. His boxing IQ, but Andre Ward. If boxing was chess, he would have been born Russian. Yeah. Period. No, but like with Andre Ward and kind of like with David Benavides, <laughs> he doesn't. His name do, would have been spelled A N D R E Z J. Like uh, yeah, yeah. Fonfara, yeah, yeah. like Fonfara. It's like he doesn't do one thing great; he does everything, everything good. Like so, that that's the way I take away from like with Andre Ward and David Benavidez. So it's just just like what I said about Ron Gravel, just not enough tools. David Benavidez Every has enough tools. Every one sixty-eight pounder 
he's on your radar already. Yeah. You need to attack this, this man right now. now. Right now. You need to snatch his heart and confidence now. You could even hurt his future career, but if not, you will avoid this man later or wish on, you did. He's only going to get better. You will wish you. you he's will only going to get better. You got to take care of him while the inexperience. If he gets a trainer that's as that that's as good, a tactician, someone like Virgil Hunter in there, this man could be unstoppable. Yeah, unstoppable. Great fight. Now this was another great fight that had the matchup all over it, and I love me some Bam Bam. But Danny Swift, Garcia versus Bam Bam Brandon Rios. So you know. This was a great fight. So you know I don't. I don't like Danny Garcia just for the simple fact of... Even after this fight? I, um, just listen to me. It's okay. Even after this fight? <sighs> really? really? Danny Garcia is one of the best pure boxers out there. So, I, and I'm, I'm going I'm to say... Did that hurt my, to say the, that? No. No? Because I would respect this sport more than I will have my feelings pour into it. It's just like, it's just, it's just like with, with basketball. It's like, I can take my... I don't like LeBron James. Is he the best basketball player in the world? Hands down, has been for the past ten years. Today, like I will, like I will say that. I will say that. Danny Garcia is a savage man. He's a beast. Like this is Danny Garcia. I expected to fight Keith Thurman. His Puerto Rican pride yep. lost him that fight in Keith Thurman. For the by the record, for the record, you got you got to want to he win instead of be yeah. Instead of being scared to lose, I think that Keith Thurman he was scared to lose. Mm-hmm. This one, he was poised. He was in. Took he was some per- shots. He was in. He was precise. He was too talented. He's still. He lost, but he's better than Keith Thurman to me. Mm-hmm. Like this is the fight that really, really like just solidified who I, I got him out of there. He no. took more shots than he had to. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. Brandon Rios, when you're coming into this, or your corner has to be honest with you, you're not get outboxed. Brandon. You you got outboxed. You you be honest with yourself. Don't box with this man. He didn't try to. He. Have you ever seen anybody cut off the ring in a long time as good as Brandon Rios did? He no. let that man go nowhere. And Denny Garcia stood in the fire. He originally started with the same game plan he had for Matisse. The only difference is Bam Bam Rios came in shape, ready to work. And caught him with some shots. He did. He landed in some more good hard shots, but then had that one time power, but good combinations and took. <laughs> like, this is one thing my dad told me the other day is that, you know, you know what you got to do to get there. He, he mentioned this about Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier was an undersized heavyweight with short arms and who had to get on the inside. Brandon Rios had to do that, cut off the ring, get on the inside. And you might have to go through hell in that neighborhood to get to the end. So the thing about it is, one of the things I loved and I took away from what the commentator said, because it was like on the edge of what I was thinking of, Brandon Rios, his problem was his transition was terrible. Mm-hmm. From going from offense to defense into moving, he had to he set had up. No he, had, he had to set up to get ready to throw the punches. Where as far as Danny Garcia, when he goes to defensive, he Instinct can switch. He can instantly switch to offense. He's mm-hmm. like, ha. Huh, I'm defending myself, but uh-uh. no, he, I can take these shots he, and get out of this like corner. Floyd, or get out of the, yeah. His defense is his offense at the same time because he mm-hmm. knows that you're going to throw three or four punches, but I'm going to land these two for sure. You got to start. You got to start when you're boxing a boxer or you're just, I'm going to fast forward to the knockout. The knockout off a lazy jab from Brandon Rios with the counter with I the right hand. I think time, man. It was time. That's what happens when you don't double up your jab. And how yeah. many times have you heard that up? <laughs> you just... He was he we was hear it all the way, time. Only he was so way too predictable yeah. and he was reckless at times. That's the it's thing style, about it. Man, that's why he's so I'm, fan favorite. And that's why that's he why got bam, bam. and that's why he got KTFO'd. Bam. Yeah. Uh, he stood up. He stood up, but at the same time is his This is at the show to discuss definition of KTFO. Because he got up. Damn it. I like Bam Bam Rios and my feelings could be a little bit involved in this, but he did put on a great display, and I think he's going to be fighting Victor Ortiz next as we watch Dev- Danny Garcia face De- Devin Alexander. Look, did you see my man's face? Did you see how he falls? Did you see how his legs buckled from under him? Yeah, he got up barely. I think we need to give more credit to Danny Garcia to knock out a man who's never, who's been, the only time he's lost by a TKO was a body punch by Timothy Bradley. And he knocked this man out with a one-two straight right that nobody else has ever been able to do. Danny Garcia's signature thing 
is that left hook. That Danny Garcia has a very, very underrated chin. Yeah. Kind of like Floyd. Very. Because he took some shots in there, and it's the coldest poker face. Right. Like, just, like, never, ever appeared to be hurt. Because, like, me and Firstborn sitting there watching him, it's like, ooh. Now you but Danny Garcia, he just has a calm, just cold, like, he's part Russian. you sent me a thing on Instagram about what Danny Rios, uh, Danny Rios, Danny Garcia said to Brandon Rios at the, at the commentary. What, what did we say? Oh, it's um one of the things that I, I sent to you. It was just basically how. The last five years. He was like, the last five years, everybody's been saying I'm trash or I'm good and I ain't fought nobody. I'm a champ. He's like, don't worry about what the outside people say, man. And it was just like, that's honestly what made, like, he was like, look, man, I've been there. Uh, like, I understand you can't worry about what everybody else is saying. And I. That's I'm why not, I like fighters. Now, now, the thing is, since I've told everybody and I've felt this way for so many years. I'm still not going to like you can't Danny. Be a fan. I'm, look, you, I can't be. A, I can't, I've gone too far to turn back, and I'm sticking to my respect guns. On that one, yeah. But I respect Danny Garcia, right. man. Like this, this dude. He's he will never make a fan out of me. Never. But can't do it. He, this boy's bad, man. He can be. You're gonna be like a man tooth from Anchorman. <laughs> Goddamn, God Ron Burgundy. I respect, I respect you. you. Like, no, that's that's exactly how it is. That's exactly how it is, and that's exactly how I feel about that. Now, Errol Spence called out Danny. Okay. Oh yeah, Errol Spence did call out Danny Garcia, and that's one of the things that we were uh, going to discuss. And Danny Garcia gave the, the the PC answer, the public relations answer, the uh, brainwashed answer was, uh, "I don't decide my fights." The public can decide your fights. If you say the wrong thing, that's not disrespectful to any creed, you know, uh, gender, and all that other stuff. But you can say the wrong things easy. But when a man calls you out, especially if somebody of Earl Spence's caliber, that and you want to be a world champion, don't don't deter the answer. Hey, say if you want it right now. You want right now? I just knocked out Brandon Rios. So nobody's knocked him out. So the tweet was from Earl Spence. Hopefully, Danny Swift. We can win this fight, so at the end of the year, we can so we can fight at the end of the year. Since he's not dunking no action, I like how he said that. Not in the future, by the end of this year, because I already have a fight coming up with Jeff, with Jeff Horn. So let's get it popping. Since you said you want a title shot, why not? Because I think Earl Spence gonna give Jeff Horn after, after this there, performance simple. against Earl Spence. What shot would you give against Danny Garcia? Still none. Well, no, out of hundred percent, what's what's your numbers? 50, 50, 60, 40, 80, 20. 80, 20. Really? Against 80, Danny 20. Garcia? Against Danny Garcia. Oh, man, that's disrespectful. Bro. No, it's not disrespectful. That's disrespectful Look, I no, think. no, because I think Earl Spence is more dangerous than Keith Thurman. And I'm going to go think... off. I, I, I know what you're saying, and I and I don't disagree with what you said, but but off of pure resume alone? Off pure resume alone. Danny Garcia has the best resume as far as active in this boxing. Division. In, no, as far as active boxing, too. Yeah. Like, when you think about all this, he has the best resume out of everybody, but at the same time, is. Who poses the bigger threat, Earl Spence or Brandon Rios? Brandon Rios, with the shot that he took in and not as good as boxer as Danny mm-hmm. Garcia, he got all the way to round nine. You know what sucks, what sucks for Earl Spence? What? Is I think his next fight is going to be against BRU or something. Because I think Danny Garcia is going to fight David Alexander, which is a nice big headline That'll fight. That will be a great fight. Some of the names. And then I think Brandon Rios will fight Victor Ortiz, which deserves its own main event because that should be an action-packed fight. Sometimes, even when fights that are made past their time can still be great fights because of the matchups. Because you easily forget of how much time has passed because of their styles. But hopefully it's going to happen. Danny Garcia, you, you're a top dog. Still definitely one of the best divisions ever. But let's go through Shooter's top five real quick. I heard, well, you, I heard you got a new number four. I have a new I don't have a top five. We'll go through this year's new number four. four. No, you didn't, get the, you didn't get to watch this. And I I'm did glad, not. And I'm glad... That where he's gotten so much hype coming out of the amateurs till now. Young man. Secure Stevenson. Hey, young man. Is my fourth favorite fighter. Officially. Right now. Officially, man. You you missed it on this ESPN card. This kid is ahead of his time. Definitely. He I is agree with way that. ahead of his time, man. And um very poised. From Jersey, but he's actually moved to Virginia, so mm. it made me a fan. Now we know why he's a four. And then the thing the is, he's co-managed by Andre Ward. So oh, he has a nice. great mentor, somebody Good, who's going to great mentor. So who we know he's not going to rob stay, him like, of his money. Listen, he's calm. He's still look. The only thing about this kid is he's Hold just going to need to. Quick. What? At what point do you put Ward in your same category of Russell as like Russell Wilson's? Don't don't answer the question, but he's starting to become a little too perfect, right? 
Nah, bro. He needs to get a mistress or a second family, I think, here. Nah, man. He's... Dude. He must his, have a brother uh, no, that's a killer. Nah, his upbringing alone get, allow, allows him to get a pass, Pages, man. Okay, Pages, Just the way, Pages, what, his, what, his, uh, what his parents and all that kind of stuff, dad being an addict, mom dying and all that kind of stuff like that. Hey, dad still did a good job. Dad still get a, did a good job for what he could do. Look, this later on down in the fight, this kid, he didn't need to exchange, but he looked perfect out there. Okay. Like, this, he's... He's going to be a future champion as long mm-hmm. as he keeps his head straight. Like gotcha. he has the he has the great corner to do it. He has the great training to do it. And then some of the things that he's able to do in the ring, he this kid is special, and you can see it in his demeanor. And he is just he the way he approaches he approaches boxing the way a veteran does. As I far mean, as not getting into you know what's great about Shakur Stevens, not just him, but this is one of the first times, and and Top Rank gets credit for this actually. I've, this has been a long time that. I didn't have to do the work myself to follow a young fighter after the Olympics, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Because there's been a lot of great fighters that came for the Olympics, and you forget about them until they get so many wins in the pros. Yeah, exactly. But Shakur Stevenson and, and Mick Conlon, yes. these are the names that, thanks to top rank, we get to watch their career more televised on a public basis, not just internet videos or, or articles in hearsay. And this is a good time for that because of the technology we have and very fun and entertaining. That's why we love the sweet science. So make sure you hit us up. Don't forget to download, don't forget to download that Squared Circle app and tell your friends. Now, Sean Porter confronted Keith Thurman. Was he beefing? He can. So before we get to that, I don't know if you saw these fan, fans. Boxing is not dead. People are horrible. People, the, the people are horrible for one. But at the same time, is I'm glad that we're. I it sucks that we have so much it's great and it's bad that we have so much access to boxers and like all this kind of things. Did you see I tried to show you the clip and a matter of fact I'll find it for you later. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the fan threw something at Keith Thurman, but I don't think he threw nothing at Keith Thurman. I don't know if it was a joke or something like that, but whatever it was, Keith Thurman started off because it was off in the like on the sideline. He ducked. And it was so like I'm talking about not just a slip. Shoulder roll. He he went no he went all the way down to duck, and he the fan is cussing him out, talking about he's ducking everything, and it was beautiful to listen to because we're not standing for this. These excuses. Keith Thurman always has an excuse. Hey man, I did this. Hey man, I did that. You don't think you think Earl Spence can beat me? Check out my resume. I've knocked out people. You gonna lose your money, but against him. But the fa- the fact that. We're not taking this stuff no more. Stop t- trying to point this stuff out, and we're going to get these fights. You're not going to Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather us no longer. One time. It's okay to ha- have the throne, no, and this no, is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. But the thing about it is, you know Keith Thurman feels some kind of way because he's arguing with he's already, a fan. He's already said he's not going to let the fans determine who he fights next. Look, Big mistake. but you're arguing with a fan. How it's look no matter this if you're right or wrong. Of, uh, basketball when they punch the fan. Look, whether you're right or wrong, you don't argue with a child because you just look bad. You just look bad. You don't argue with you the don't people that argue. pay to watch you. Look, they have some ground to stand on. Mm-hmm. If you're getting into a, alter, a verbal altercation with Keith Thurman, I ducked who? He was Keith Thurman is literally like, I ducked who? When did I duck? When did I duck? You sound immature, yeah. you sound childish, and you sound a lot butthurt. It's starting to get to him. It, it's it, starting it, to get to him. It's true. It's crazy. It's true. I'm, I won't say it's true. It's but true. It's not true. It's true. It's not true. If, I'm going to show it's you the true. video. If you guys can look it up, I'll try to find it and put it on the no. page. His, just his pure outside duck. of the ring just boxing IQ, business wise, is smarter than people give him credit for. And he's trying to hold the game hostage, which you're he doesn't have the resume to do yet. You're trying. Look, but, I'm glad. Look. If I ever get, um, not if I ever get arrested for a crime, I want them to bring you up because you will always have my back. Oh yeah, that's the way you're. No matter what it is. That's the. No matter what it look, is. Look, look. That's you the can way, murder that's everybody the in this way house you're right defending now. Keith and I got Thurman you. Right now. <laughs> that's the way you're defending Keith Thurman right now, man. Well, hopefully it's the just, prosecutor just, doesn't <laughs> listen to this tape when they when they try to give you life sentence. <laughs> look, stop making excuses for the man. Okay. If you got shoulder surgery, you're gonna fight top dog right afterwards. Nah, you're not. And that's no, one no, thing no. he did talk. Did that's he, one did thing he, he earn his spot? He did. Who's he ducking then? That's what I'm saying. No, no, he did, he earned his spot. But now that he's there, he's trying to keep it. It's harder to it's it's easier to get to the top, but it's harder to stay there. Jeff Horn's about to fight. 
Terrence Crawford. Yeah, Every now and then, you have to suck it up and step into the fire. That's that's not Jeff Horn's decision. No. <laughs> it is because he can easily sit in Australia and make everybody go there for that title. Easily. Easily. But We already talked about Crawford will handle yeah, that. So handle it, doesn't, it don't matter so, where they fight. Well, I don't even want to talk about Porter getting confronted because Thurman getting confronted by a fan was more entertaining. <laughs> Daniel Jacobs announced the fight... Macy J, Masij, no. Selecki. These are a battle of two undefeated fighters. Selecki has, has got a Who's lot of undefeated? hype. Uh, sorry. Selecki's undefeated. Daniel Jacobs, his two losses, was one loss against Triple G anyways. But this is a good matchup because Selecki has a lot of hype around him that U.S. fans are aware of. And Daniel Jacobs should be able to get the win on this one. He will get the win against fighting this, in New just, York. For simple, just for the simple fact that Daniel Jacobs feels like he he was robbed from he Triple G. He snuffed a little bit. And he has more stuff to prove, and I think he's still hungry. So. <laughs> he's still the man. Nobody wants to fight at 160 pounds or 168 even. Now, we got three fights this weekend. Oh, okay. That's Go ahead. It. Oh, Joseph Diaz versus Victor Terraza. How much time we got left? We got a little bit, okay. man. Joseph Diaz versus Victor Terraza. Joseph Diaz is a name we're familiar with. We've seen him fight a couple times. Unfortunately... To be a little racist this is a name that's been in the past with other fighters, unrelated, which is bad and good. Victor Terrazas is a guy who got a decent win in his last fight. Let's look up uh, Joseph Diaz real quick. Uh, I want to say junior, or probably Victor Terrazas is better. Because Joseph Diaz, you might pull up like criminal records from California. No, we talked about we talked about him before. Joseph Diaz, twenty five and zero with thirteen knockouts. Thirteen knockouts. Uh, let me see what is it? Yeah, he's featherweight, one twenty six. So. I mean, nobody. We've we've discussed him before, but he doesn't have really anybody on his resume. Click on Vic, Victor Tarazas real quick. Thirty-eight and four. Doesn't that sound like some kind of criminal, like thug in a movie? Nah, the the Tarazas sounds like a gang though, a Mexican gang. It probably the is. The Tarazas. Thirty-eight and four. Who was his last win on? Because I feel like there was some hype around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duarte Hernandez, TK, uh, KO. What's that, Gago, Anthony? Uh, lost to a Leo Santa Cruz. That's I mean. That's so where we has. probably know him from. So we, so he's fought more names than Joseph Diaz as far as like who he What's is. What's his so record? Thirty-eight and four. Okay, so this is a well-tested veteran going in with a young dog. They this is a showcase fight, obviously. So you better look good doing it. Then we also have Donnie Nietes versus Juan Revico. Donnie Nietes. Is a guy who won his last fight and got his first world title at the IBF. Uh, Juan Repco, I've never heard of until today when we looked this up. So this is this could be an entertaining matchup, just looking at it. Now next is going to be Soren Visai versus Juan Francisco Estrada. Soren Visai, if you guys don't know, which we all do know who he is, he's a Thai fighter out of Thailand, if you're unfamiliar with that. You probably eat the food, but if you didn't know, it's actually a country. But one, this was the matchup that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be Chocolatito versus Quadras 2. But guess what happened? Every now and then you get some spoiled milk. Every now and then someone's going to come in and be like, nah, I know your agenda. I know that the NWO wants to take over the world. I know the Illuminati think this is what's, what it is. Then every now and then you got that speed bump that's like, nope. Let me KTFO this guy, take the top dog spot. Soaring Visa is now that top dog. And Juan Estrada has got a good opportunity to take that man on the throne because people still love Chocolatito to the point that even after those two losses, he's still in the pound-for-pound top ten. But he got worked in his last two fights. Yeah, versus Soren Visai. Who's still not mentioned in the top ten. And that's why I'm giving giving this... I think this is going to be a way better fight on paper just for the simple fact that you got Juan Francisco Estrada who... Artie's coming off a victory, a unanimous decision versus Carlos Quadras, who gave uh, Sor- not Soren B-side, but Chocolatito a great fight. Mm-hmm. That and was a we great were, fight, we, him and Juan Estrada. That was a we, good fight. It was. And then I, I think Carlos they Quadras had a, is on this card also. Maybe not televised, but. I think um, Soren B-side is going to take it out. I think Soren B-side is going to own this division from here for maybe another year or so. Yeah. I think he's going to own this division. And one of the things I love about Thai fighters, you'll never see a slick Thai boxer. No. Never. And, and this could be, it's part of cultural thing, background. It's kind of like, it's, you very rarely see a very slick Mexican fighter. Because these are, these are warriors. Their, their country's heritage is known as warriors or drunks, if you're Mexican, whatever the case is. 
that's just what it is. Now, Soren Visai versus Awana Australia, this has action pack written all over it. And I want Soren Visai to have another great knockout to get him elevated a little bit more in the star power, I guess. I want his name to maybe get a little bit more recognition in the boxing world to help maybe bring a little attention towards the country he's from. Because what we've seen there already, 11-year-olds got to fight to make money, right? Yeah. Maybe we get a little bit of boxing in there. Because we, we already know that what... Either way, it's coming out fighting. Either way, either to get way out of there Either way, you're coming fighting. out fighting. But we know that the in boxing pay-per-view, it takes half a year of MMA pay-per-view to make as much money as one fight. We know that. So we know boxing, with its hundred years of history, is the money maker. Now, if we can get that in there to co-mingle a little bit with Muay Thai and just Thailand itself, maybe get a little bit more money to these areas where people don't visit. It's not a vacation spot. And if you go there with your family, you'll probably lose your daughter because she'll be sold into sex slavery. That's what it is. And we want to change that culture. We want to change it a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. But let's talk about that by also downloading the Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iTunes or iOS. It's going to be your one-stop spot for everything boxing news-wise. We got to get the KTFO, FOTY section back up and running. Yeah, we, so, yeah, I got my programmers working on that, though. So, but I did upload everything up until this past Saturday. God, so uh, so all the all the recent bouts you should be able to check the highlights out in there. And of course, you know, as far as scheduling, that's always going to be up and running, so check those uh but we are getting it up and we're we're trying we're trying to, we're going to be better this year, you guys. So doing better than yesterday. That's what we're doing. Make sure you tell your friends and family about us. With all the technology out there, word of mouth business still can be better. Sometimes you might have to have a little extre- something extreme to go viral, but word of mouth business is still more solid than anything else because there's a lot of times when this man told me to rewatch the King Arthur movie because it was dope, I rewatched it because it was dope. So make sure you download that app, tell your friends and family, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101 because you know you love the sweet science. Man, I'm out. Anyway, before you're out. Oh, the sin. Or win. The sin. Remember, you guys, when you're listening to this, always think about what you got for the rest of the week. What is your single biggest goal? Mm-hmm. If it's the last more than 30 seconds in bed, it's not a bad goal. Hey, that's how you do it. Can complete the rest of the week. That's what I'm saying, baby. If you, remember, if you do 30 seconds six times in one day, it's a win. Anyway, we out. Two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Dude.